I think it's going. Round two, baby. Here we go. <laughs> That's what it is. Coming to you, not live. Hannah and Andrew, round two yeah. of today's recording. Yeah, we tried and <laughs> we, we tried failed. And it was bad. And, and we didn't want you guys to suffer through it. So here we are. Here we are on round two. It's going to be good. <laughs> we tightened it up, guys. Let we, me tell you. We tightened it up. The we, show. <laughs> The we, show is tight. <laughs> we did some research. We did some. We did some soul searching. We actually talked before we started this time. Um, we talked before we started the first time too, though. Yeah, but what were we talking about? Nothing. Eating. We were talking about eating. We were talking about eating. One thing we learned is that Hannah and I cannot. We multitask. can't multitask at all. Like we tried you put pizza in front of us a and simple a recorder. Thing like pizza. Like I didn't even say pizza you right. Can't say it right. We did. We can't even do that. Uh, we but, tried. We found. We did some self discovery <laughs> and we learned something about ourselves. And we hope that you that lesson can. can transfer onto you yes. by us giving you a better yeah. product. We we <laughs> hope you guys can learn something from this podcast. I mean, I think there's some stuff to be learned. I think there's a lot to be learned. I think learn I learned today. stuff through this. It, well, you know, and. We're, yeah, I don't know. So Should we're we back? Talk, yeah, let's talk about where we're at. We're, this is kind of a cool place that yes. I didn't know existed. Yeah, so we're on this, like, tiny triangle-shaped park. It's like a little triangle in, in the Ames. middle of, like, the suburbs of Ames and that you just don't ever see. Yeah, there's just, there's two benches. There's, like, four trees. There's four swings. And there's a little baby library. Yes. Like, those little birdhouse ones yes. that, like, you can, like, bring your book and change it out. And I was always thought that that was a great idea, but then the asshole like comes and takes like Harry Potter one, right, and replaces it with like the fifty cent book that they oh, found at the thrift yeah. store. And you're like, you're wrecking it for everybody. <laughs> 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 you have to bring um, them back. You have to bring them back. <laughs> um, so that'll be what your thesis is on. Uh, that is. That's my. Your thesis is on a, the free little library. The free little library um, retention rate. <laughs> And the quality of books that are put back in after the good books are taken out. People are assholes is the thesis. No. <laughs> That's the title. Um, no, but we're happy to be back. Um, yeah. Each of us took like a little bit of a vacation. Yes. You know, we're working like we have been, but. Mm-hmm. It was good to take a break. A break. Mm-hmm. Breaks are good for everyone. Breaks help if center you guys, and refocus. If you guys haven't taken a break in a while. Take a break. You'll come back and you'll you really have, appreciate your life. Listen, you have our permission. You have our permission. Take a break. Take a break. We're telling you. If you're one of those people that only do things that people tell you, this is me because I'm one of those people telling you, go take a break. Or <laughs> or if you only do things for other people. Do it for us. <laughs> I just mean like you're a yes man or a yes, woman. Right. You only do things for other people. Mm-hmm. Do something for yourself and take a break. Do something for yourself. Don't be a yes man your whole life. Or yes woman. Or yes person. Don't be That's a yes right. person. That's right. I'm trying to be more gender neutral in my... Speaking? Yes. Because yeah. I'm doing a lot of like... I realize that I'm always like, hey dude or hey girl. I know. And I'm like, that's not inclusive at all. No, it's it's really not. I ex- So that was just yeah. a moment where I caught myself. It- Sorry that I had to forecast it to the whole podcast. <laughs> I think it's a good thing to like <laughs> practice. And I think it's like, it's a hard thing to like get used to when you spoke in a certain way for your whole Right. Life. But I think it's something definitely important. Um, I definitely think it's important too. Man. You know what we haven't told everyone about? Like this great story that happened like a month ago. This freaking amazing story. The best story. night of our lives Hannah happened. And I, we went to the Ames Skate Park. Like, like we, we said we, said we, we were would. going to. Like we said.
said we would. We were done. We let's got done recording. Let's take a moment, and everyone, let's take a moment <laughs> of applause for Hannah and Andrew following through on something. You know, we we said we were gonna do something, and, and we, we did. did it. We did. Um. So yeah, we went to the <laughs> state park here in Ames, <laughs> which was an experience in and of itself. <laughs> yes. So do you wanna? I'll I'll take the first part. Do you like, wanna take the first, like the Walmart part? Are we gonna talk about and that? And getting part? there. Okay. And getting there, because like I feel like that can be quick. Okay. I agree. So, after we got done recording, I looked at Hannah and I was like, kind of want to go to the skate park. Right? And I was like, I really want to go to the skate park. It was a beautiful <laughs> night. We were thinking the same thing, and neither of us wanted to be the one who was like, why don't we just do it tonight? <laughs> yeah. And so, um, at first we were like, let's go to Goodwill and see if they have any skateboards or scooters there. Because right. like, I was kind of looking for a scooter. We had to get Andrew some wheels. Yeah. Because um, Hannah had her wheels, but I did not have any wheels. So and we went there. There was wheels. nothing at Goodwill. So then we went to Walmart and I found a scooter. I found a very small scooter. It's so small, it but was it's perfect. a children's scooter because they had nothing else. Um, and I so I purchased that cheap children's scooter and got it put together and then we pulled up to the skate park. We went to the skate park. And guess what guys, um, so we talk a big talk. We talk a big talk. Like humongous, but when we pulled up. Oh my God. And we saw the lights and we saw actual, actual kids. Actual actual skater kids at the skate park. We got really nervous. I don't know what we expected. <laughs> <laughs> we're like we're in Ames there's no one at the skate park but also that's what we wanted to experience oh my gosh Hannah there's a black cat oh my god I love it so much come here kitty oh it has a little collar on it's somebody's cat as long as he doesn't cross in front of us right I know he's bad luck that's okay I'll take all of it's bad luck yeah he's, <laughs> he's cute I don't think I he grew up with a cat luck. like that but it was very sad um <laughs> So, anyway. So yeah, anyway, we went to the skate park, but we were and like there were actual we were standing across there. the street in the parking lot and we were like, um I, I looked at Hannah and I was like, I'm kinda nervous. And I looked at Andrew and I was like, Yeah, I didn't expect there to be people here. <laughs> and so we were like freaking out and then all of a sudden we were just like, you know what? We we're gonna go. Wheel. We got our wheels. We got our wheels and we came here for a reason. We can't just sit in the car on the other side of the street. So guess what looking, we did? Staring longingly at the skate park. Right, right. so we went. We, we went, went we went for it. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> it was fantastic. Cat is walking with Dude, them. I think that cat is walking with them. I think that's her cat. Oh this cat God. is walking with this lady and her dog. No leash, but like at what would you say, fifteen yards behind? <laughs> yeah. There it goes, there it goes. Oh, oh, oh. It has a tree to get. Okay. Right, but so we're like we're like sitting there and we're like, well, we're at the skate park, we're gonna skate, regardless of what some punk kid thinks, right? And I right. think that's the real punk attitude. <laughs> I'm just going to do it. So we go and we get and we get our wheels and we're going to go and we get across. The, well, this is even before we get across the street. I'm like, Andrew and I, I guess this does require a little bit more backstory. Um, both listen to the podcast. Do you need a ride uh, <laughs> with Karen Kilgariff and Chris Fairbanks? Two of the funniest people. Two of the funniest in people the in the world. I think. Oh, I my don't God. Know. Same. They're I think they're hilarious. It's my type of comedy where it's like... It is. <laughs> it's like not too much. It's not too much. And it's just they, natural. They just know how to deliver but, a joke. Yes, they do. And I mean, they're both like and it's come like from just, a stand-up comedy background. So yeah, like, they do. And yeah, they know like how to deliver a joke. It's like an everyday type of joke too. They like... Right. And they run it's into relatable. the most ridiculous things. The most ridiculous things. And they, they, so they live in like Southern California and they literally just like drive around and talk about their lives and then make jokes which i would say is largely the influence that 
is portrayed in this podcast. Right, right. I'd say definitely that was kind of what we were like, oh, we really enjoy this podcast, so yeah, we're yeah, going to yeah. model ours after yeah. it. But Chris Fairbanks, one of the co-hosts of said podcast, uh, was a bit of a skate youth and still is. <laughs> yeah, he like he did some like serious skating. Like he's a skater guy, right? And so we were yeah. like, this is going to be super funny. Did Let's... he do like professional stuff? I don't know, bit? but maybe a little bit. Because he's like, he's good. He spent like well into his 20s skating. Right. right? And then he just yeah. made a new friend and they go to the skate park together, even though they're both like 40 years old. <laughs> yes, but that, that made me feel good. I did too. I was like, I'm like, oh my God, you can have it all even when you're old. It was very inspiring. <laughs> yes. Anyway, go check out Do You Need a Ride? Um, but so Andrew and I were like, let's take a photo of us with our skate gear at the skate park. Yeah. And, then and we'll tweet, tweet it at him because it's. Twitter yeah. and yeah. I don't know you should tell this part you're you, the Twitter guy so you know how it goes you 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 do something fun or quirky and then it's kind of inspired by a celebrity or someone that you look up to and so then you tweet at them at the thing you're doing that right. you know that they'll like kind of appreciate right like one time I got called by Frankie Grande because I <laughs> made I a 12 days that. of Christmas video <laughs> I love that story I want to hear it over and over let's throw back episode I kind of want you to like tell it to me for Christmas every right? year and it's like... <laughs> <laughs> next you... Christmas I'll dig up the actual video and I'll just send it to you and I'll be like Merry Christmas every... Andrew <laughs> that's, all, that's all I ever want that's what I want for my birthday that's what I want for Christmas that's what I, I... <laughs> Just for a little background, if you hadn't listened to an earlier episode, <laughs> Hannah made a video and I was like, she won a competition well. with in the with the video, and then Frankie Grande, Ariana uh, Grande's brother, which he was what more well known than her back in the day, right? Because right. he was a YouTuber. He was a YouTuber and yeah. like did the we like won the YouTube contest like for a hot second, we were YouTube famous. <laughs> and so he calls her. He calls twelve year old girls and. Talks to them it's on so the phone. Creepy. Talks to them on the phone about their careers and yes, acting. Our career and acting. And then he like recommended like Enya to me. And he's like, You really should just listen to some Enya. And I was like, What? You know, I'm like sitting here like and then I write go to my computer and pull up some Enya and I'm like, What is this? <laughs> I just this think it's what in, adults listen to. It's incredibly ridiculous that it's a grown the most man incredibly ridiculous. <laughs> a grown man did that right I, uh, he thought that that was okay <laughs> anyways it was a different world so back to this we we tweeted a picture and we'll we'll post it yeah i will yeah, yeah. we'll put it on the instagram um, and we'll post his response yeah um well spoiler alert I said, shit. <laughs> Hannah. oh i ruined the story <laughs> i said hey or i tweeted hey at chris fairbanks you've inspired us to become local local skater punks because they refer they reference these skater punks in their podcast several times. All the time. Like Whenever they, they see, see them on the street. Driving in LA, they're always like, look at those kids being all hip and stuff. And so we posed with our wheels, you know, and then he replies, yes. Ooh, chrome rollers. Chrome rollers, which when we post the photo, you'll see that my roller skates are chrome. It was pretty rad. It was, it was a pretty We were great really day. excited. Yeah, like, it I, meant a lot to us that. Our podcast friend that isn't actually friends with us, but that we look up to, like yeah. talk to us on Twitter. Gosh, I feel like what he's a night. A, I feel like he's a friend. I do but too. He's not. Right? It's like because you listen to them talk every week, and you're like, I wish well, he we're would. Best I, I want him to listen to this podcast, but okay, let's not make it all about him. Right? Right? You know what I mean? It was, it was about the yeah, 
it was about the experience. It was good. It, we we just wanted to share that because it was hilarious. It was hilarious. And we both were like, have, oh my God. But like the other part was we're sitting in the skate park and we're like skating the dome. Andrew's skating the dome on his scooter, like shredding it up. No. I keep Hannah falling on my face. <laughs> she like goes down this big, this big ramp and like she falls, but she does it gracefully. And, oh, and one of the skater, and one of the skater punks goes, you all right? You all right? You all right? I'm like, yep, we're good. And then, and then I'm pretty sure one of them was like, you're shredding it or something yeah, like I'm that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that one of them is definitely trying to hit on me. And my jaw dropped. I know that for sure. I was like, um, like you've, you're obviously trying to sweet talk me because I cannot roller skate to save my life right now. But it was a good time, it you know? It was a good time. Little, I'll... like, confidence booster. Little, yeah. like, getting out of your box booster. Yep. I'll, I'll never forget that night. No. Uh-uh. Um, and so... It kicked off yeah. a good summer. It really did. Yeah. It was a good summer night. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, we were gone for a little while. Right. Um, and yes. we both went on little vacations. Yeah. Which, like we mentioned before, take a break. Take a break. Go take a break. I took a break. I went to like a bunch of national parks and visited some family, went to Denver, went to New Mexico, more on that later, <laughs> <laughs> but it was good. It was good to take a break and just to like remove myself. And I like, and I say this and I like all my friends listen to this podcast. So like, please don't take this personally at all. But I just think I needed to step back from my friend group to like center myself again and like yeah, sure. be like, Hey, this is where, I'm at, and I yeah. love these people. I mean, sometimes you, know? you get and sometimes caught you up come in back like, and you're like, not even on purpose. You're like, yeah. trying to, you're comparing yourself to people or like trying mm-hmm. to compete, and it's just not healthy. Right. And I was like, I was just with my brother, and we like took some brother sister bonding time and had a good. It was really refreshing. It looked and like nice. you had an amazing time. It was really good. Yeah. And simultaneously, I was having an amazing time in Minnesota. Yeah. In my family's cabin. That's amazing. It's not my family's cabin. We rented, but it, same thing. It's, it's at the nice lake. To say I was with my cabin. family, and we were at the lake, and it's like just such a nice place. We always yeah. go there every summer, and we fished, and we go to the casino, Ooh. and we go to the little lake towns and go to the shops. I love the little lake towns um, with all the stuff that you don't need, but you're exactly. like, it's so kitschy. And then I went to the yes, ex- yes, it's amazing. <laughs> yes, I love that part of America. It's the best part. The best part. Whenever someone invades us or tries to take us over, they're going to see those and they're going to go, maybe oh, we shouldn't. maybe we shouldn't. Maybe yeah. it is worth it. That's going to save America. <laughs> the kitschy tourist towns. <laughs> um, yeah, because they truly don't have those anywhere else. <laughs> no, they really, really nowhere. Wow. Um, but no, it was great. And I went to this cool coffee shop. And, Ooh, where's that? Um, in Walker, Minnesota. Ooh. It's on Leech Lake, which is one of the bigger lakes Leech up there. Leech Lake. Yeah, it's a big lake. <laughs> Are and there leeches in it? <laughs> I would assume yes. Ooh. Um, and it was just this nice town. and was oh, the, such What was nice like, so nice about the coffee shop? There were lots of live plants on the inside. I love live plants. Yes, and they also had local art. Ooh. Yes, which I really enjoyed that. And then the the menu. Have you ever been in... So I always like go into a coffee shop and then I get super overwhelmed because... Right. I always get nervous about what to order. Uh-huh. Um, and then... Because you know they're judging you. Yes. <laughs> well, but they... Are they, they really they probably aren't. aren't. They really aren't and it's all just in your head. <laughs> it's in my head and I'm like... I really just want a nice vanilla latte, right. but I want to impress this I want to person. impress this person. I'm going to drink black cold brew. <laughs> uh, I, I can't do that. So I always order a nice vanilla latte in the summer because I love that. Drink. I love it. That's perfect. Yes. Sometimes I get like coconut or soy Ooh, milk. Ooh, that's something. exciting. But I've never had coconut. It's good. 
Um, I mean, look, I've had coconut. Guys, don't fucking call me out on that. Yeah, I've never had coconut. <laughs> I've never had coconut, she says. Yes, um, I have had an almond joy. Don't talk to me. <laughs> but it really was great. It, the menu was humongous. It was like one of those huge chalkboards with the neon Oh, I love it. Chalk. That's oh. so fun. Yeah, it was It was a really a great time. Caught lots of fish and like Ooh. just had a great time on the lake. Um, so yeah, that was my vacation. Take a break, guys. Take a sound. Break. Look how look how good we sound. <laughs> Don't exactly. we sound well actualized? <laughs> Can't you? Can't, Can't you, you hear feel it? it? Can't you hear it? Our voices. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, no. <laughs> but yeah, life's good. Living the dream. Life do we wanna? Good. Yeah. Do we wanna talk about our stuff? Oh. So I, there was something I wanted to talk about. I brought it up with Hannah, and I I figured she probably had heard about it before. Yeah, so, I'm also in the loop. No. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah. Do you, um, I'm gonna explain it here in a I'm second. I'm just gonna pull it up. But we were looking. I'm sure you've all seen the uh, survey of the Democratic presidential nominee. Are they nominees at this point? They're candidates. Candidates. Yep. Wow, I got this. Um, and they all said what their favorite comfort food was yes yes um and it's it's a it's a bit of a hot button issue no <laughs> uh, it's not a hot button issue but it's fun it's kind of funny. funny um it never fails it's always so like every year it's, i think it's always like the democratic um nominees or candidates i should say sorry. yes yes they always <laughs> try to appear more hip Right, they're and in dude, touch with the younger like, generation. We're in with the new generation. They're Get us like, a young they're, <laughs> like, one of them will come out and they'll be like, I listen to podcasts and drink uh, Mountain Dew <laughs> or, or kombucha. Kombucha, yes, right? Wouldn't that yes. be more in tone That's with it. 2020? That's it, 2020. Yep, I'm, I'm in with the podcast crew and I make my own kombucha. <laughs> I would not be surprised if a candidate has said that. I wouldn't either. Did you see the picture that like Cory Booker and Elizabeth Warren took together and people were like, oh my God. And you're just like sitting there like they're just playing that game. <laughs> they are. It's all a game. Um, and so I just, I, I just want to comment on that, but I think no, it's but so I think funny. we should open by saying what our favorite comfort food is, right? Or, or end. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's add. Let's, let's think that. about it while we talk about theirs. Okay. Yeah. So, so this, this company or this, 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 um, organization called Eater. Okay. It's a food blogging company or food blogging website, I believe. Um, they basically did this survey um, about what everybody's favorite comfort food was. Um, and so they, they kind of did a little interview with everyone and um, it was really interesting. It was, uh, let's do the highlights. Yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> what do we got? What do we got? Um, I just remember that I can't remember who it was, but they said that their favorite comfort food was seasonal vegetables. <laughs> and I was like, okay, so your favorite comfort food is the food that makes you hate yourself. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay, I found all of them. I believe this is the correct list. Okay. This is not the correct list. No, bad. Well, We're like gonna do a whole bit. We don't even have the resource. Here's real talk. That black cat is back. Maybe wasn't with the lady and her dog, but it's very energetic and is doing a lot of jumping. <laughs> I don't understand why I can't find this. Hold on. 
Um, it's fake. It's fake news. It was something that we hallucinated in the prior episode of this episode that we had to cut. Because... Can't you tell we're prepared, everyone? No, we're doing really well. Um, I'm gonna. Should I just like? Oh, maybe this is it. This is it. Let's do it. I'm gonna keep talking about this cat. <laughs> um. Okay. So I'm just gonna. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, I can't keep talking. No, this is horrible. Right. This, is, this is the correct thing. Um, so, I'm just going to read some of the best ones. Yeah. Um, so, one of the most ridiculous ones, Bernie Sanders said, there's too much comfort food to pick one. Oh, that's good. Like a yep, classic, that's a classic like, cop-out. Classic older say, generation. No, I'm kidding. I can't say a wrong thing. Um, I can't say a wrong thing if I don't say anything at all. Elizabeth, Elizabeth Warren said probably chips and guac. Does that count? It's a Isn't comfort food supposed to be like... I don't know. I carby don't... and sticky and warm. Well, okay. <laughs> Um, Kamala Harris, yes. she said french fries. Okay. It's kind of closer. I guess. That's closer in my head. Uh, Tulsi Gabbard, you know, the, she a senator from Hawaii? Oh, yep, yep. Vegan cupcakes. Nope. Sorry. <laughs> Goodbye. She's um, out. <laughs> Let's judge them all just based on this. Um, Mayor Pete? Yeah. Beef jerky. No, that's not a comfort food. Um... Let's see. He's isolating the vegetarian audience. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> now, this one I think is interesting, and it's most certainly not a food. Okay. Kirsten Gillibrand, a glass of whiskey at the end of the night. <laughs> Me too, Kirsten. <laughs> That's not an answer. Shit. <laughs> She's like, it's not a problem, guys. Knocks it back. <laughs> uh, I, Good people, for her. Shit. Um, Beto said any kind of fast food. Nope, doesn't count. A comfort food is like... The homemade mac and cheese that your mom would make, or like mashed potatoes, or chicken noodle soup. You know, like comfort food. This one really. Green bean casserole. You know what? This I'm one, good at this. Yes, you are. This one, <laughs> this one really gr gr grills my gourd. Grills your gourds? Tell me. Veggies on the go. Can you no, guess who said that? No. Veggies on the go. Who said that? It was Booker, wasn't it? Cory Booker. Damn it. <laughs> you know, you know why he said that. He said, this answer has the energy of, oh no, this is them describing her. Him. I love it. They're roasting him, basically, Let's so do I'm the... not going to read him that. <laughs> um, we don't want to be plagiarized. Oh, Marianne Williamson. Who? <laughs> sorry? What? Marianne, if you were Marianne, listening. it's time to drop out. You don't have it in you. I'm sorry. You're wasting those nice people's you money. You're wasting those people's money. Um, I have no comfort food, she says. She's like, I just hate my life, and I sit here in sadness and, and their, depression. Their description of this? Chilling. <laughs> chilling. Apparently her answer was chilling to them. <laughs> you do not want a president that's chilling. Oh, um, John Delaney, which I don't remember him I that don't well, remember him But either. I have heard his name. His name. Um, grilled chicken sandwiches from McDonald's. Nope. <laughs> and Amy... Chloe Bukar, is that how you say her name? I have no idea. Amy K. Amy Amy K. A baked potato. <laughs> These people are terrible. Wow. Oh my god. They should have done a like this is what a comfort food is prior. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just have to read this roast because it's kind of funny. Let's do it. Comforting question mark? Years from now, ravaged by the horrors of a life online, I will be about to drift off to sleep when suddenly out of the bowels of my conscience, 
a sound will emerge. Amy Klobuchar shouting, <laughs> a baked potato into the camera. And exhausted, I will cry and pray for rest. Oh, I kind of want to watch that That's video of her say, humor. Apparently she shouted it in the video. A baked potato! So, uh, someone, someone said M&M's or a kind bar. No. These are terrible. These are terrible. Let's, okay, let's talk real comfort food. Green bean casserole, mac and cheese, chicken noodle soup, mashed potatoes. What else? Chicken and dumplings. Anything you can get at Cracker Barrel. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly love is pizza? No. No? <laughs> That's not a comfort food. It's like a happy food. I do it's like close. Pizza's close. Mashed potatoes. Pizza is almost cheesy and carby enough. I think maybe comfort food. It's definitely food, on the line. Is comfort, food more, comfort food is maybe more like a, when you're sick, like the best thing like, to have when Like you're... southern homestyle comfort food. You know? Okay, I don't mashed know. Potatoes like for fried sure. chicken. Ooh. Fried chicken's good. It's like anything you could get at like one of those old timey southern barbecues. I like a good all... pork chop, I guess. Yeah. Is I that think, good? I don't know. Is it carby enough? <laughs> I'm just going to be really particular about all of this and everyone's going to call me out and they're going to be like, Hannah, you don't fucking know what comfort food is. <laughs> I'm sorry that I keep dropping the F-bomb, by the way. I'm a little out of practice. Oh, we'll um, beep that so one So we'll out. beep that one out. <laughs> and when I say we'll beep that out, we don't You really guys know. are going to beep it yourself. Thanks. You're going to have to beep it yourself. Uh, it, there's no beep feature on this app. <laughs> Clap on the swears. Did you ever do that? <laughs> I just remember back when I went to church camp, they would like, when we were in the car driving places, they, one of the kids would be like, this song is explicit. And the camp counselors would just like, be like, you have to clap on the swears. And then all the kids would be like, and like super behind. It was bad. It went, anyway, weird Why anecdote. <laughs> clap um, on the swears, guys. That's all I'm saying. That's going to be our new If you have phrase, delicate ears, clap on Hannah's swears. Clap on the swears. <laughs> clap on the swears. Um, um, but yeah, should we, let's. I, let's keep it moving, right? We're gonna keep it moving. Um, um, so we 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 want to keep talking about environmental things because that's important to us. And right, that's the podcast. That's kind of like the key to our podcast. So and it's like helping me with my like New Year's resolution goal of like trying to be more environmentally conscious. Which I think is a great goal. Right. Great goal. So let's keep doing it. Yeah. Okay. Well, what do you have for this week? Um, mine is not as thoroughly researched or scientific as <laughs> those prior. Um. But I, just because I did go on vacation and visit a bunch of national parks, I've really been thinking about, like, what public lands are and what they mean sure. to people. Yeah. And, like, kind of what they're turning into. So, like, I guess, like, my little background on this was, is, I mean, like, I, I have mentioned it before on the podcast, but I work for um, my um, college, our college's outdoor recreation program. Um, and we basically take... Um, college students out into the backcountry and lead trips um, and so this summer first week of summer I led a national park tour um, for a bunch of international students and we visited like all of these um, whatchamacallits um, national park national parks <laughs> whatchamacallits we visited all these national parks but we visited like the very popular ones that are um they're like like Grand Canyon and arches and everything, right? So they're like these very publicized, like beautiful parks, um, which are wild spaces for everyone to enjoy. 
That being said, we go to places. I, I'm leading this trip with my friend Will, and we like go to arches and like we hike Delicate Arch, which is like the arch that's on all the stickers and postcards and okay. everything. Um, like it's a two mile hike, round yeah. trip, super easy. And so we get up to the arch, and it's like there's like it's kind of like this bowl kind of cut out from the mountain, and then there's like the arch, and like so around the bowl, there's like 50 families. So just a, a ton, at least 200 people. Not really. I don't know if I'm exaggerating. It felt like 200 I people. That. I believe it. It could have been 100, 150. It could have been 75. I don't know. Morn will text me. Tell me if I'm wrong. They were there. <laughs> um, but it was just these, these, all these people. And we're kind of sitting there and we're like, man, all of these parks are getting so like commercialized. And because of that, there's all these people going into these spaces and like maybe not treating them as well as they should be treated and so i don't know which got it got me thinking but we also i'm gonna quick sidebar this with a i don't think i told this story on the last podcast but my friends morn and will were up at delicate arch did i I tell it did i tell the story on the podcast i don't think so okay so morn and will are with me and morn um is my friend and they're like hey you should come with me. Let's go under Delicate Arch and I'm going to pretend to propose to you. And I was like, no, we can't do that. Like, cause there are 200 people <laughs> sitting, watching, waiting in line to like, look at Delicate Arch. And so like, that's the main thing that people are watching are the two people getting their picture taken under the arch right. at every given moment. And I'm like, I'm here with work and I'm like, I can't, I can't do this. I can't do it. Right. And Will is like, well, I'll propose to you, Morn. And Morn's like, okay. So they go and they get in line and they basically stage this entire wedding, not wedding proposal. Is that what it's called? Marriage a we- proposal. A marriage proposal. Yeah. So they stage this whole marriage proposal and Will gets down on one knee <laughs> underneath the arch and I'm taking the video, right? And, and it's a great video, by and, the way. Yeah. And Will goes, you know, and you can kind of see him, will you marry me, right? And then some girl in the background, holy shit, he's asking her to marry him. <laughs> and we were like, I'm like, ah, right, what is going on? And then I was like, this is crazy. Um, and so then, like, <laughs> they continue, right? Morn pretends to be shocked. Like, Morn goes down and they're like, I don't know, they do this whole thing where they like crouch down on their knees in surprise and it looks so, it looks so real. Like, it like did. it, it looks, looks so like real surprise. Because like, when, Han- so I'm gonna yeah, sidebar real quick. get in there. So when Hannah sent me the video, she was like, also this happened. <laughs> she didn't like describe, I, I didn't she didn't tell me. the story or anything. And she didn't tell me who it was. <laughs> I mean, I know those two, but I did, could not tell that right, it was Right, there was, there would have been no way. And she sent me the video. And I just saw them like, and then I heard people cheering. Right, because people go wild. And like, I think my response to you was like, "OMG, no way!" <laughs> I was like, "Wow, that's so cool." That's so great, right? And I was like, "No, actually, that's fake. That's like my friend Morn and Will. Like, they're just being <laughs> shitheads." <laughs> so, um, yeah, that happened. So that, so if you thought that our parks weren't that publicized, they really are. Enough so that. 
Will could fake propose to Morn and then had to go around and everyone was congratulating them. Congratulate wins the wedding. I right? wonder if anybody did anybody ask for where the ring was, right? Yeah, so someone was like, Where's the ring? And he's like, We had given him a ponytail and he's like, Well, this is the placeholder because we're just saving up for right. There was a whole backstory oh, sure, of sure. like I don't even know, but oh, shout out to Morn and Will. That was peak comedy. <laughs> that is fantastic. Peak comedy. Oh my god, it was oh, killing me. It I love that me. story so much. Um, but yeah, I guess off the sidebar, I've just really been thinking about national parks, and I think it's so important, right, that they're open to the public and people can go and visit and right. like, exactly. like have that like kindred spirit to nature or whatever, and like find that. But then like we went to Grand Canyon, um, same trip Will and I did, and it was like Disneyland, and all the trails are like cement and paved and there's all these railings put up and it's like you're kind of sitting there and you're like how much of this is taking away from like the idea of like the untrammeled wilderness etc etc and then I was at Carlsbad Caverns with my brother you can like go down these elevators into the cavern and they're like industrial elevators that have been like cement poured into the cavern and then like you get down there and there's like flush toilets and a gift shop and like a cafeteria where you can eat and it's like I don't know it's just like it really I feel like is something that I haven't been able to like reconcile with in my head yet is like where's the line like where do we say I, like yeah. this is too much and, and ruining hard, the space I feel like that's a hard line to find but right, because I don't want to take that away from people right because it is important for the public and like and th that was the first time that I've ever been to Carlsbad Caverns and it was like the most beautiful place I'd ever been and so it's like you shouldn't keep that from people either right and I feel like there are laws in place to like make sure that everything's safe and that right. it's not like it's not interfering with like wildlife populations i'd agree and i think part. the people like the park rangers and the park service go at it with good intentions too. yeah yeah i i do agree that there probably are some aspects that are like too commercialized like right. i know up north where we go on vacation like those lakes are pretty underdeveloped but you go a half hour further south and there's houses on the entire lake shore oh i mean and right. so so it's like you, it's that line of like our country is rich, wealthy, and, like, beautiful landscape. Right? right. But, like, at what point do we say this needs to stay like this? Or yeah. can we, in, how can we enjoy it right. without interfering? And I think, like, some houses on the lakeshore mm -hmm. isn't always a bad thing. Because, right, one, because those people are going to take care of that. Lake. Right, because they appreciate it, and they love it, and they and they live there. But then, like... A town starts to get developed, and then right, like, and but then, then like, and then, I like those little towns. It's I hard. Know, it's, it's a hard so line. Hard. There's no yes, and there's no way to really. There's it's too gray. To I be think able there to is. Like, a, I think there is a way we can find a good balance. Yeah. I just don't think we've found it yet. I agree. I definitely think as long as we're like staying conscious about it, and like when you when we do go into those spaces, we like try and leave no trace and right do what we do and do yeah, the best of yeah, our abilities. Yeah. I think is the answer that i'm coming to but that's no. just what i've been thinking about recently yeah, no, that's a cool thing to think about that's cool of a story but hopefully the marriage proposal was entertaining <laughs> i thought i think that story's hilarious i love hearing that story <sighs> it was great yeah it's a great one what did um, you yeah what did you want to talk about so today i'm talking about something that is kind of like complex right but in like a a way like people just would never really 
think about it. So mine has to do with cities. Okay. So my whole topic is about the luxury effect. Okay. So luxury as in like luxury goods, luxury buildings, luxury Okay. Like wealthy wealthy spaces. Okay. That's that's what I'm this is about. Okay? okay. So the luxury effect um is basically um I'm basically just going to read kind yeah. of a good description yeah. for you. Because I think um, I, d I don't have yeah. anything good in my schema right now to... Um, sorry to drop a word like schema. What is this? Fifth grade literature? Um. So, <laughs> as we know, like, cities are all different and they have... They hold unique ecosystems entirely shaped by, like, the human activity inside them, right? Yes. So, like, a neighborhood like we're in right now has a completely different type of distribution of plant and animal species than maybe um, downtown Ameswood where right. there's less plants and there's vegetation. Less, less vegetation mm -hmm. more human traffic right and different type of building structures okay and so the whole idea of this luxury effect is that um, human demographic patterns can affect the abundance of um, species within an urban landscape okay so basically what they're saying is in wealthier areas more affluent areas there's okay. a higher biodiversity rate of plants and animals okay. than there would be in a poorer area okay so there have been several studies done mostly in north america um in europe and australia some okay. of the wealthier areas of the world okay so they're looking at why is there more biodiversity in wealthy areas well they know why oh okay it's because people can afford to plant more plants okay and and then the more plants attract more animals because yep. there's more habitat yep and then there's probably less people in the affluent areas there's too. less people there's more green space right. so there's more open space because people wealthy people wealthy areas mm -hmm. the, the buildings are further apart right like even in this area like the house is like right over there there's, yeah there's yard yeah right like, there's they're not space. like right up on each yeah, other yeah and there's lots of trees right because like even um, if we're in my neighborhood our buildings are right up on each other exactly mm -hmm. exactly um and so there were a couple different studies done. I'm going to tell you about two. Okay. Um, there's one in Phoenix, Arizona, which oh, is like okay. a pretty unique area. Right. Completely different than anywhere else in the country. And a different really. like habitat vegetation yes. makeup. Yes. So this one's all about lizards. Oh, okay. So kind of different. Lizards are cool. Um, but these lizards, they did this on these lizards because it was such a telltale sign that this is true. Okay. okay. That's interesting. Let's hear it. So this recent study in Phoenix demonstrated just how important this issue can be for biodiversity and social inequality. Okay. Um, so it was led by Jeffrey Ackley from Arizona State. Okay. Um, he examined the effect of environmental variables, um, like the amount of space covered by buildings. Okay. Um, and it also household income. Okay. So there were multiple factors that like went into Played this into study. It. Yes. Okay. Um, the results showed that although environmental factors played a key role in the diversity and abundance of these lizards, the most um, diverse lizard communities were clearly found in the most affluent communities of people. That's so weird. Yes, this pattern known as the luxury effect, basically. Huh. So this luxury effect was particularly strong for the lizards here, there in Phoenix, um, but this is not even the first time that they kind of discovered this. Okay. And you know, it sort of makes sense. Right. Um, you know, we've done things in school where we talked about um, environmental justice or, right. um, you know, environmental equality. Yeah, yeah. Um, in that poorer neighborhoods, poorer cities, they don't get as much 
Right. I think that was like a big thing that we learned even yeah. just in urban forestry they, is that they it's don't hard. have as much help. They can't afford right. to plant as many trees or and have And when you services. go in there too and you're like, "Hey, we're going to plant trees." That's not usually it's, what they want. Like they from their community, exactly. they want like a safer area or like yep. right? Cuz it's like or that's like, not the priority. And that's exactly right. Like the problem is is like we can go in as scientists or mm -hmm. like passionate environmentalists right. and say we want to make your your city like green and like right. healthy and sustainable and they're like actually we like, want to like we want to send our kids to like a safe safe school, school. right that's our priority or and like that we is want to so be able fair. to eat right and so it's it's kind of unfair for us to, to assume go and put that our, on them yes yes, yes to put our mm -hmm. agenda and so it's really tough to find this balance um, for sure but this luxury effect is so interesting and um okay. they did one in baltimore um, okay and a couple different areas with like birds okay because um, birds were a really good sign um they did one in new jersey um and then the one that i found that was super interesting was in south africa now south okay. africa is a country that has probably the widest like wealth to poverty margins so like right there's the extremes there okay and there's not a whole lot of in the middle there's not middle it's but it's really extremes yes okay. so like if you recall apartheid um yes like was pretty recently the 90s right, right? and was, so like yeah and they're still like racial tensions are still pretty high i believe uh -huh. as they no, are I, here even right but, but like they're really bad there. really bad there um i didn't and, and i didn't realize either my brother gave me a whole lesson when we were on vacation yeah and so the the wealth distribution is significant like there's the really wealthy people right and the like the suburbs areas okay. of these big towns and then there's the slums okay there's not a whole lot of in there's between there's not in between and so what they found is there was they they were noticing that there was a like a super high biodiversity rate in these wealthy areas okay but everywhere else it was falling behind in the poor oh. areas and so they were trying to figure out why why it was doing while all these species of birds were doing so well in one spot but, but not, not in the other yep. and then they realized that it had to do with with this um, luxury yep what's it called the luxury luxury effect effect yep the luxury effect. and it all had to do with study of the plant bi biodiversity basically huh. it affects insects bats lizards birds everything um basically everything um, wow you know it's it's mostly because of the highly landscaped yards and vegetation in which they the animals can, they hide, can hide and raise and their young and yeah um and so i think it really just draws like this important question of how do we find environmental equality right and equality in general mm -hmm. for sure because it's definitely like i don't know like what we were saying earlier and when you're like yeah, like, yeah, we want to bring that to them, but also, or, I don't know, you know? I think, I think, I think what's the, the most important thing is that we need to, as urban planners or, right. um, um, have a focus on an access to nature. Mm -hmm. For sure, in, for sure. In these poor areas. Mm -hmm. Parks are an easy way to do that. Right. Um, and then, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that's, that's. that's that's how it is. Right. Yeah. It's, hard, oh, it's a hard. It's a, it's a hard, hard thing to talk thing about. To talk about because yeah. people don't talk about mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. And I, I never really even heard about this um, until I started taking like environmental humanities classes. Yes. And you were suddenly like, oh my god, it's not just. It's, it's not, not just, just like science state, and state parks and like, right. Like it's everywhere. DNR and things like that. It's like not right. as simple as we see mm -hmm. it. Yeah. 
Because, like, we talk about climate justice, and, like, I remember we went over the definition of climate justice, like, eight million times because it was, like, so important. But it was just, like, the fact that it's, like, climate justice in... It's in, in all aspects of your life. It's where you yep. live. It's where you work. It's where you play. It's where you worship. It's where you learn, you know? And it's it's not just in those national parks. Yep. It's everywhere. I, I agree. And I think that's what people are going to eventually come to understand is that, you know, there can be that the whole environmental movement save the parks side, but the real environmental movement's going to start when um the spaces that we live in are the ones that are going to be affected and there are, and the poorer neighborhoods are already yeah. seeing that, which is a yeah. shame. Yeah. I think I I I'm I'm always an optimistic person. Right. I think that's I, I good. I try to be that way. Uh-huh. Um I know that sometimes seems foolish, but No. I think I think that's healthy. I think our generation's going to find the answer to these types of questions. Right. Um, Especially if we keep doing stuff like talking about it. Yeah, like, I think talking about it's going to lead to an action. Like we're going to take mm-hmm. actions um and these actions um are for the betterment of the people. Right. Um, in which that the, that result of the betterment of people's lives can result in a betterment of the environment. It's a step by step thing, and it's hard because you want to do you want to do one thing, but in order to do that one thing, you have, you to, have do to do other, other things, things first. It's yes. a multi step. Yes, process. absolutely, absolutely. Um, All right. And so I hope you guys enjoyed that. that. I know. Yeah. It's such an interesting topic. It's really um, interesting. But I like. I thought like. Whoa, who's ever heard of that? Right, yeah. And if you have, like, any information or books or anything about that, um, send them my way. I'm I'm really interested in that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I guess we'll try and close it, wrap it up. Wrap um, it up, Hannah. I have a great funny story that I'm going to tell. Um, <laughs> I'm totally going to throw my friend and roommate under the bus. Matt, I love you. You're great. Um, but, so I've kind of been living alone all summer. Yes. Um, because he works at a lab on the weekends. Um, and he does like fishery wildlife stuff. Oh, is, is he really at that cool. lakeside laboratory? He is at lakeside Oh my lab. gosh, that's yeah. so cool. Uh-huh. It's really neat. Um, but so he's never home, right? Um, and he like, he started going to visit his girlfriend on the weekends or going, right, going other places. So I really like wasn't thinking, wasn't expecting him at home. I haven't been home for like two weeks and mm-hmm. I just really, I came back and I got into the like living alone lifestyle. Um, so it's Friday. I really didn't realize it was Friday. Um, didn't realize it was the weekend. Matt comes home on the weekends and I'm didn't know. And so I like go and I'm taking a shower because I don't know, it's midday on Friday and I have nothing better to do. Sometimes you got to shower midday. Right. Is that the day you made pancakes at noon? Yes. <laughs> Same day. That sounds really nice. I'm like huh? living my best life. <laughs> I want to come over for pancakes. Come over for pancakes. Um, Right, but it's noon. Had no idea Matt was coming home. Taking my shower. Like, when I take my shower, I, like, crank my music up, <laughs> crank the shower up, and I'm singing on the top of my lungs. So I, like, <laughs> I, can't, I can't hear sh- anything. I can't hear anything. Um, little do I know, Matt comes home while I'm in the shower having my own personal concert. <laughs> um, I don't know Matt's home. I don't realize Matt's home. I usually have two towels. I do one that I wrap my hair around yeah, yeah, and yeah. one that I wrap yeah. around my body. And you, I only you, had one towel had down one. there and Hannah thinks she's living alone, makes the call. Well, my hair's wet. I'll put it around my hair and go upstairs. No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Little do I know, Matt's in his room at the top of the stairs. 
And so I get to like the landing at the top and I like, and it's a habit, I always look into his room to make sure that there's like no people people in there, even though I'm yeah. living on my own and I'm like, someone could get in through the window. You know, I'm paranoid. I like to check, I like to check the rooms, right? So I look That's in and there's Matt and I'm just butt naked. Oh no. <laughs> and I'm like, ah! right? And I scream because I was so scared and he's like, oh my God. And he like, you can see him like look over. He's like, oh shit. And I like just run into my room and I'm like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, I didn't know you were home. I don't mean for you to just come in and I don't mean to accost you like that. <laughs> Assault you. <laughs> I felt so bad. I was like, I like quick like throw my clothes on and I open the door and I'm like, I am so sorry. <laughs> but oh, you know, funny. it's always a good time. Uh, hopefully that brightens your day a bit. If you I, have similar stories, yeah. please tell me so I feel less of a dumb <laughs> oh, Hannah, you, you know they won't send anything i know they won't they won't send anything but god it was so funny and we're just laughing right oh that's a great story <laughs> well they may not send anything in but but we do need you to actually send stuff in they might be able to tell us in person oh you're right <laughs> now guys hannah and i have been enjoying doing this and we're, yeah. going, we're like we said before we're going to we're going to get back on it we're going to be doing weekly, weekly episodes. episodes um and we love that you guys listen thank you so much yeah we um, really appreciate it and we just want to like kind of have a fun night right um where we get to hang out with you guys maybe mm -hmm. yeah I think um and we're going to do a, like a we're going to record an episode we'll um, do like a quick little live show we promise then... we'll be prepared We'll do our homework. Everyone will have a story. It'll be good. Um, we'll have the outline and we'll bring the outline. Yeah. We won't make the outline there. No, we will not make the outline in front of you guys. We want to meet you guys and just hang out. Yeah, when we talk. can talk. And um, and so what our idea is, is we want to have a cafe cast. Cafe cast! Um, is what we're going to be calling it. We're going to do it like maybe, I don't know, every once in a while. Just yeah, for fun. just to hang out and talk to people. Um, and kind of just like spread the word about the I podcast. I don't know, maybe like build and, a little community. Yeah, and... The idea is that like you can invite a friend or like, right, come hang just, out. Just like come meet us and talk about stuff that interests you, because like we care about that, right? Right. We think it's fun. Um, and if uh, you're listening, also, maybe like, you care about the same stuff we do. Right. It's the summer names. What else are you doing? Yeah. Exactly. Come so, hang out. Um, we want you guys to come see us um, on July 5th. We're thinking July 5th at 6 p.m. At 6 p.m. And so, what we need from you is if you're at all interested in coming to this event, um, Let just us like. Know comment on our post yeah. or send us a dm or text us if you have our personal numbers um and i'll be making we'll be making a post officially with mm -hmm. like um the location but plan right. on july 5th at 6 p.m for our cafe cast live yeah and um, we'll pick the cafe kind of based on how many people we think we're yeah, gonna have and, and we're gonna have it be inclusive we want everyone non non 21 year olds yeah um, non coffee drinkers everyone. everyone like we want everyone to be able to come so we're gonna try and pick a place that's like good but we want to know how many people might be coming so we can pick the correct place right because we don't um, want to ruin it for anyone exactly either. and if we need to contact the venue about having a bigger space so that we can have our own area um we will do that that'd be rad but we just want to meet you guys and talk and hang out and record our cast live let's do it so well let us know thanks for listening um sorry it was such a long break but we're happy to be back we'll catch you again next week this has been no apologies the podcast Good. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> you just hit it.